Did you ever blow into a Nintendo cartridge and think that it would work? All right, listen, dude, listen, listen. There is literally nothing on this planet, scientific, philosophical, or otherwise, that will convince me that blowing into a freaking Nintendo or Super Nintendo or N64 cartridge does not help. It helps. Get those dust particles out. Alright everyone and welcome to another edition of Game Wild. We are into May now, believe it or not. So I believe this is month two, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Of what, COVID? Uh... Well no, we know that it was we know that COVID started like in March, but I mean our podcast, because our podcast is pre-COVID. We were talking in February. January. Um, I think the last week January? of January maybe was a first. Yeah, so maybe. this is January. So, uh, February. Fifth so, month. This is like the fifth month, man. Jeez, well, what are you, you smoking? Wow, i just been, well, yeah, because this is episode number 16, I believe, right? Is uh, it 16? I, so, yeah, count. 16, yep. I, I can't read or write, so. Anyways, <laughs> well, shit, guys, that's a no. problem. I don't know if we can keep that doing is this a podcast. Uh, we can't. Um, so we decided this week that we were going to do something that we felt was a little fun um, and kind of talk about something that I found while just scouring the internet as usual for stuff to talk about. And it happened to be IGN released a video about the uh, top 10 urban legend, video game legends, myths, whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah. And I figured we'd go through what they had to say about the top 10. Some of them I wasn't sure about. Some of them I remember. Some of them I know about. Some of them I believe. Uh, so <laughs> no, what one of them at least I'm positive is a hundred percent true. So forget what they tell you; it's true, and we're gonna go over that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're also gonna mix this in as the question of the week. So what urban legend are you buying into? Is going to be that question. So it looks like we both kind of have our choice here. So we'll go through them. And then once we go through them, we will then answer the question of the week. And then we will go through the roughhouse deals, and we will also go through what's coming out next week or this week or whatever. And um, that will be the podcast for this week. So before we start talking about the top ten, let us not forget that our special friends need to give us a five-star review, a five-star rating and review. Oh, excuse me. special now. And okay. All right. Everyone's all right. special. Every, yeah, every listener is special. special. Okay. All right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so please do that. Uh, give us a good review and five stars. Please like, subscribe, do anything you can within the platform that you're listening us listening us in or Listen. if you're viewing us right now whatever i don't Word know bubble. if you're long, listening to us morning. on a platform do the like stuff yeah <laughs> long morning so far uh it's saturday morning may 2nd as we're recording this uh, we'll obviously be out on may 4th um and may, may the, the 4th, 4th be, be with, with you, you. <laughs> exactly <laughs> just don't do it on twitter or else you'll get you'll you'll be you won't you know, <laughs> Disney gets to use all your stuff, apparently. Yeah, right. So <laughs> anyways, getting back to everything. Yeah, long morning. But what are you going to do? It's time to go through the top 10 myths marked down by IGN. So please note, this is something I took from IGN. So this isn't necessarily something that I marked as my top 10 or SJW marked as his. It's really just, hey, IGN did this video. And 
it, I thought it was cool. And I think it's SGW awesome. and I talked about yeah, it, I and we said, awesome. "Why not have fun with it? We don't always have to talk about the news. We can always just talk about game stuff." You know, and the general. first one, and the, and the very first one actually is allows us to talk about sports and link it back to gaming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once again, so, bringing sports into the fold, but still convincing everybody that it has to do with gaming. So we're good. And and <laughs> the number ten is probably going to be one that we're going to be talking about a little bit of the podcast and possibly the majority because I'm going through each year. To help kind of solidify whether or not this curse or oh, it's a thing. What it, what this thing is actually a thing. So number ten, the Madden curse. Oh, yes, yeah. everybody, there is a curse out there that people have talked about for many years, dating back to 1999. And yep. why 1999? You say, well, Madden has been a game that's been around since the 80s, believe it or not, and. Uh, people have been playing it on their PCs before it came on consoles and basically what happened was is that John Madden himself which is what the game is named after was on every cover of Madden yep. until 1999 oh yeah so it was either John Madden no person at all which I don't believe ever happened I think it was always and Madden and then yeah. I think it was always Madden and then in 1999 they decided to do cover um, players and so ever since then there's been this idea that there's been a curse to that player, whether it was just for the year that they played as, and they were on the cover or subsequent time after that, their uh, you know, world basically declined on them. Okay, yep. So we're going to go year by year. I'm going to tell you who it was and what happened to him that season and subsequent seasons. And you can then decide for yourself whether or not it's just happenstance and, hey, people get hurt, whatever, or – are these people really cursed? And another thing I want to bring up, during the time that these people were put on the cover, they were marked as superstars, which means that their playing ability was high level, high and, caliber. Well, yeah, so, and when they're put on the cover, the previous season that they had prior to being on that cover was usually like a, a standout season. Like they just wrecked. They, a running right. back ran for over 1,000 yards. A receiver ran or caught for over 1,000 yards. A QB threw for over 4,000 with a ton of touchdowns or over 5,000. So right. just some super or, good season. Yeah, or had a lot of hype uh, coming into yeah, their yep. um, coming like a, into like the a college QB or something, right? Right, yeah. exactly, which is on there. And I want to say that uh, in most cases, there's only one case that I've read that falls under what SJW said because there's one guy on this list that if you were a fantasy player during the time, you loved this guy oh, yeah. the year before he was on the Madden cover, and then afterwards you're like, what happened to him? So let's start. <laughs> 1999. Garrison Hurst. That's a running back name. Holy crap. Well, yeah, 1999. Yeah. We're going back 21 years. Yep. That's crazy. Garrison Hurst, running back, San Francisco 49ers, breaks his ankle that year and lost two seasons due to complications of surgery. Oh. Leave it to so, the 49ers to start this off. Thanks a lot, Joe. All right? Absolutely. And we're going to kind of end on that a little bit too. But – 1999, Garrison Hurst, one of the one of the great running backs in 49ers history, that year at near the end of the season breaks his ankle, yep. and then loses two seasons after that because of complications of surgery. Pretty yep. crazy. 2000 is the first time we see two players that could possibly dawn the cover. And I'm not 100% sure if both players actually did or not, but the first player was Barry Sanders. Now... The reason why is there's controversy there because after Barry Sanders is on the cover or is signed to be on the cover, he abruptly decides to retire from the Detroit Lions. 
And so out of nowhere, he retires. And as we say for a curse, the Lions have not replaced Barry Sanders since then. So in 20 years, the Lions have not found a superstar running back to the elk of Barry Sanders. And so EA said, you know what? We have to make a move. He's retired. He's not playing. We want a player who has some cachet to be on the cover. And that is Dorsey Levins running back Green Bay Packers in 2000. Well, let's just say that Levins was hampered by injuries that year and his team had his had their worst record since 1992. And he was released in the from the team in 2001, the year after, and never could really get back into the NFL. So, well, and I think that was the only year that they had to make a change like that, wasn't it? Where like somebody retired. There's no other year. Yep. That they yeah, not, nothing somebody. like that. But yeah. we will have dual covers in, coming up where there are other players that were on the cover in the same year. 2001, Eddie George. Eddie George, let's talk about this for a second because this one's a little shaky. This is where it kind of gets shaky for me. Um, His season ends on a bobbled pass that was then intercepted and run back for a touchdown, which ended the Tennessee Titans year. That was one of their better seasons, too, which I I agree with you, too. I I don't know if this is 100%. He ended their season on a bobbled pass that was intercepted that eliminated them from from the playoffs. And then after that, he would never run for more than 1200. Well, this is where I kind of, it's season. like, if you're looking for something bad, you're going to find it, right? Like if you look hard enough, you'll find. Something yeah. And this bad. is why this it's is a where... curse. Well, this is why it's tough, right? Yeah. And it's a curse and it's a myth, but bad things have happened to these people since then. Now you could say, okay, well maybe Eddie George just was on the downturn of his career. Who knows, but we'll keep going. And then you keep, keep it in the back of your mind. Some of them are very thin. But some yeah, of them you have to the say line. to yourself, yeah. mm-hmm. you have to you. say to yourself, wow, that really sucks. And it, come, it comes back to 2002. So 2002, Dante Culpepper, quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, dons the cover. And this is when people really started to say, hey, maybe there is a curse. Like the years before that, it was like whatever. But 2002 was really well, when another the curse injury. started to kind yeah. of come into play. Mm-hmm. And now we have a knee injury that caused him to miss the entire season. And after that, he would never be the same. Um, he was such was a good QB too with Randy Moss. Right, and with then Randy he was just Moss terrible and Terrible afterwards. Yep. And yep. you know what? And that's and you're, you're 100% right. That's why it finally became a curse because now you have two big injuries that ended two huge players' careers that could have otherwise kept playing for a decent amount of time. So I think, yeah, once yeah. once Culpepper happened, I think that's why Eddie George kind of just had that thrown in there. Like, all right, yep. in order to make this a curse, let's find something Eddie George screwed up. <laughs> and then yeah, right, exactly. But then, well, let's go to 2003, Marshall Falk, running back for the Rams at the time. I believe they were St. Louis at the time. They're now the yep. L.A. Rams again. Yep. But he was part of the greatest show on turf. Which was basically which the Patriots from, ended in two thousand and one. By the way, yep, right. <laughs> you know, but they were still a good team through yeah. those years. But in two thousand three, he was unable to run for more than a thousand yards for the first time in his career, and then he just declined, including missing out of all of two thousand and six. So three years later, yeah. he doesn't even play. You know, it, it's just sad, and he's one of the greatest running backs of all time. Two thousand four, probably the closest to the most controversial because back-to-back controversial players and what i mean by controversial is their personal lives were marred by 
very yeah. strange well, and sad things. Of the dogs of, of Vic. Yeah, I don't well, this is Michael that. Vic 2004, <laughs> a.k.a. Ron Mexico. A.k.a. the coolest guy to watch playing football. I loved so, watching him just do back. Michael Vic, quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, a.k.a. Ron Mexico, who was a quarterback in a game that was <laughs> – I can't remember the name of it. It ceases, but there was actually a quarterback named Ron Mexico in like a very violent football game that uh, a company made to try to rival and say, hey, we want vicious, bone-breaking hits and stuff like that. Um, I can't remember the name of the game. I'll have to look it up. I probably should have, but um, he fractured his fibula in the preseason, causing him to miss the first 11 games of the season in 2000. So. I mean that's crazy, right? He's a he's a superstar. He's he's been doing great things for the Falcons, and in the preseason when he's the cover guy, he breaks his fibula and misses the majority of the season. And then let's not forget what happened to him after the fact with the whole dog scandal, um, which was very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two thousand and five, the other person marred by some very strange personal stuff, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, everybody. And if you don't remember, he was found not guilty of murder, um, you know, but everyone basically alleged that he had done it. And There's a that, lot of videos um, online of him talking. He had stabbed people or too. something. Yeah. But uh, that's that's crazy on itself. But although this year wasn't terrible for Lewis, he didn't record an interception for the first time in his career. He kind of had and a team, delayed curse, though, if you look at yeah, it. Yeah, and, and his team <clears> – <throat> Yep, and then his team didn't make the playoffs that year, and he tore his hamstring, missing, uh, missing the next season. So. Yeah, so that's kind of a delayed curse, right? Because he, he missed the next right. season, and that's what which I just... is why it's tough to say whether or not is is the player just cursed or is it the year that he played that was cursed. Like, there's very varying opinions on what this actually. Yeah, there's is, not strict right? guidelines to this. <laughs> so, exactly. Um... Uh, two thousand and six, Donovan McNabb tore his ACL and declined over the rest of his career. So he tore his ACL and then from there he was never the same and his career just declined from there. So that was pretty sad quarterback, by the way, sorry, Ray Lewis linebacker, Baltimore Ravens. I'm giving you their position. Don McNabb QB, Philadelphia Eagles at the time, 2007, Sean Alexander running back Seattle Seahawks broke his foot in week three and never truly recovered. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe he was out of uh, not the NFL per se. I'm not sure, but he was off the Seahawks by 2000. Yeah, oh, my God. What even happened to him? He just, like, fizzled and disappeared into nothingness. Yep. Well, right, exactly, because he broke his foot in week three. That's crazy. And never truly recovered from it. Yeah, but that 2000... means, like, 2008 and 2009, he just stopped, like, he either wasn't on a team or just couldn't find a team or something. Like, nobody even heard right. about his retirement or any of that shit. Like, wow. Yep. 2008, Vince Young, quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he injured his quadricep that year and then became a backup as his actual backup uh, took over for him. Um, and he was also marred with injuries in subsequent seasons. So that sucks, right? Another guy that fell you know? off the map. He just 2009 is very interesting. They put Brett Favre on the cover. He was retired at the time. They were honoring him. He decided to come back. And he ends up playing for the New York Jets. And so not only is he the cover man 
and his actual uh, jersey is the the Green Bay Packers because that was the team he was best known for playing for. Um, he comes back and plays for the Jets, and uh, he did not have a bad year, but was injured late in the season. So that one's kind of an anomaly. Yeah, if you still ask an me, injury. He was technically though. retired. Right, but he retired, so he already knew he was an old ass. So I mean, <laughs> he he already knew he was on the down slope. I mean, right. yeah, I still see me though. When I'm looking at these, I'm thinking, okay, if it's an injury, then it qualifies as a curse, like no matter right. what. So I think I think that definitely counts as a curse uh, with the injury. Because if you go through this list, there's like ten or, uh, most think, of them or eleven injuries. or twelve. Most yeah, of them were all injuries. Well, just a little yeah. bit more than half, I think. So I think right there, just being a little bit more than half is at least. A little bit more than just a coincidence, right? Um, yep. I think that that's really why this kind of sticks as a curse uh, to most people. Right. 2010 is the first time that two players don the cover at, at the, the same on time. the same cover on mm-hmm. the same cover, and that's Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Palomalu. Now, this is where you first say maybe only one person gets the curse because Larry Fitzgerald had a normal year and he is still going strong. Granted, his team's never really done anything. Troy disappeared. Um, since then, but Troy Palomalu uh, had an MCL injury in week one. His team didn't make the playoffs that year. So if you want to say that Larry Fitzgerald skirted it, Troy Palomalu got the brunt of it. Yeah, he's probably thanking his lucky stars. Troy was on the cover with him if that's the case. You know people right. probably make that joke to him all the time. <laughs> 2000. Oh, so Larry Fitzgerald, wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals. Troy yep. Palomalu, safety. Pittsburgh Steelers. Drew Brees, quarterback, New Orleans Saints, had statistically one of the worst seasons to date, and the team had a losing record and did not make the playoffs. So, no injury there, but you don the cover. You're one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL in NFL history, and you don't make the playoffs. He, you he don't have a winning, winning record. He did end up winning the Super Bowl, like, what, three years later? Or when did the Saints win? I can't remember when he won that Super Bowl, but remember, we're trying to focus on that year, not te- technically subsequent years if we can try not to. But, yes, he did win the Super Bowl. Was it um, before or after that? Though? Did he get the cover because he won the Super Bowl? I don't think so, but we can find out in one second. Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious to see if – because a lot of these two on here, they say, like, you know, they never bounced back, right? So, and Drew Brees is definitely, he was getting old at that point. That was when he first the, started uh, getting 2010. Old. Okay, so he did, he got on the cover because he won the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, I mean, that's three years later. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's technically the year later. So, yes, yeah. absolutely, that's mm-hmm. the case. So, you went from a Super Bowl team the year before to not making the, the playoffs, having ever. a losing yeah. record, and having one of the most that's a big statistically change. one of the worst <laughs> seasons in history. Okay. Here comes that player that I was talking about, okay? So if you're a fantasy football player and you were playing back, uh, you know, 10 years ago, the 2010-2011 seasons, right? Peyton Hillis, running back, Cleveland Browns, came out of nowhere in fantasy football and was just a beast. Everyone loved him, right? Had a contract dispute the year after trying to get a better deal, and then injuries caused this one to be a one-hit wonder. Then one he went year back and he to nowhere. Pretty much out. <laughs> exactly. So could this could this have been the curse that caused this person not to be able to have a flourishing career after having the best career of his a uh, best year of his career? Well, I will uh, say previously. too, he stands out on this list. Like if you look at every other name on this list, they were like an all-star player for most of their career. 
Yeah, um, he was one of the first players, in totally my opinion, random. that came on that just came up as like, this guy's the hottest player in the NFL right now. Let's jump on it. Yeah, let's just make money off him being on the cover. <laughs> you know, so. Now, 2013, Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron, Megatron, wide receiver, Detroit Lions, had probably one of the better years, believe it or not, and was one of the first cases to say, well, is there truly a curse? Now, if we believe in the delayed curse situation, he ended up, yeah. a lot of people believe that Calvin Johnson ended his career way too soon. And then he had a couple more years left in the tank. That's more but, of a personal decision, though. Like a lot of yep. NFL players. Well, there go was too all talk about knee injuries problems. and stuff like that. But 2013, Calvin Johnson had a really good year. Um, he never his won team, a Super however, Bowl, didn't unfortunately. do it. His That's team never really did anything well. Unfortunately, it's true. 2014 was one of the first years Madden decided not to use a year because it was the 25 year anniversary of Madden. So they called it Madden 25. Adrian Peterson happened to be the person who donned the cover that year. Now let's talk about the fact that he had massive injuries that year and his team had a losing record. And then we can always bring up the fact that he had problems where he was um, abusing kids allegedly uh, with a switch and not a Nintendo switch, but (laughs) dude, you got to clarify that on this podcast. That's that's true. Those things are very hard to yeah. find right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't think most people know what those are unless they were born in the 30s. <laughs> right, exactly, or the South, I guess. And I, I will but... say, too, uh, before we get into the, the next one as well, I think Calvin Johnson in 2013, Yep. I think that's where a lot of the, well, this might not actually be a curse started because there's a lot more positive seasons after 2013 than the whole, uh, you know, back from 1999. Oh, which... well, wait, we're going to get to one where that's going to be contradicting massively. Well, yeah, but look, so, like next up in 2015, we got Richard Sherman. He had was, a great season. Seattle. He had a great and season. Then, and then he had a, then he tore his ACL and was never the same, was released by the <clears throat> Seattle Seahawks. And the San Francisco 49ers decided that it was time. What year bring, did he tear his ACL? I believe it was 2018 or 2019. Yeah, 2018. All right, well, been how delayed are we? How delayed are we? Well, that's going two here? years. That's only two years. <laughs> that's so. like three years. I don't but, know. Man. But can I tell you? That he's had a resurgence as a 49ers corner. So um, you could say that he had some bad luck, but he's he's been doing great. And he went to the Super Bowl last year. And um, yeah, I don't think that, you know, stuff like that. I think it's too delayed. Maybe not. Odell Beckham. uh, So Richard Sherman, cornerback, by the way, for the Seattle Seahawks at the time. Mm -hmm. Now quarterback, cornerback for the 49ers. Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver, New York Giants at the time. Now uh, wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Although the season he had uh, wasn't bad by statistical, he did have some issues next season where he was suspended for anger issues. Um, but he still had a good season, but now he's a Cleveland Brown, so that's a curse on its own. That's Yeah, there I don't know go. if you ever shake that curse. <laughs> that's rough for him, man. <laughs> now here we go into the New England territory. 2017 oh, Rob Gronkowski, oh, tight man. end, New England Patriots, now tight end, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Injury plague season, and so bad that he could not participate in the Super Bowl. However, his team did win the Super Bowl that year. So yeah, how that's, about that? that's yeah, that's more of a Patriots thing though. But for the person, Rob, I think the the curse did affect him. Um, yep. Tom Brady, who's actually next in 2018, 
If you guys don't know who that is, quarterback for the Patriots. So I'm sure now Tampa knows Bay. That. Now Tampa yeah, Bay. I know by that's the way. so crazy. Um, that's so weird. I'm never gonna get over that. Well, can I tell you what I think is crazier is the fact that he's trying to copyright a phrase Tampa Bay. Oh my! You have got to be kidding me. That's a thing. Are you shitting? That is me? a thing. Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay is a thing. Oh, that's a little too much. That's not even. That doesn't even. That doesn't even roll off the tongue. Like what? Oh, come on, Tom. Welcome Brady. to Tampa Bay. You know, in that kind of, I lost. You know what? Not gonna lie, I lost a little bit of respect for Tom Brady there. That's that's a little. Welcome stupid. to Florida, everybody. Uh, TB12 was legit. TB12 was the shit. Tampa Bay is bullshit. <laughs> that is not good. So, <laughs> Tom Brady had a great season that year. However, they did lose to the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. So, oh, rah, rah, rah. yeah. Now yes. here comes. The craziest one of all. If I had to say that this curse is real, this guy takes the cake. Madden yeah, 2019, so oh my God. Antonio Brown, wide receiver, Pittsburgh Steelers, currently unemployed. Also, <laughs> in that year, Wait, is it because was, of COVID? A wide re- no. <laughs> was a wide receiver for the Oakland uh, well, no, not anymore. They were at the time Oakland Raiders, but now the Las Vegas Raiders. Yep. And then the New England Patriots. And then it was released during the season. And, and um, you know, if you the know, Patriots in can't 2020, out, he's screwed. So, <laughs> like, oh, God. That's he had bad. a great season in 2019. However, at the end of the season, he decided to sit out up a game that really can could have decided the fate of the Pittsburgh Steelers to get them into the playoffs. And after that season, they decided to trade him to the Oakland Raiders, in which he would never play a game for them, and then was traded to the New England Patriots, yeah. who he only played and one that's... game. As a matter of fact, it was so disappointing because we went to uh, – me and a bunch of people from work went to the New York Jets game that year, which was the third game of the season. And guess what? He was released the game before. <laughs> he had such a great game week two. And then all this stuff came out about his girlfriend and abuse. And there was just all these things. So he was let go. And he's just crazy on Twitter and did some crazy stuff. Yeah. You could watch videos on Twitter and Instagram where he was running around his backyard when the Raiders released him saying that he was free at last, this kind of thing. <laughs> he was just crazy. And then the Patriots picked him up um, and decided to, hey, let's try him out. And unfortunately, they released him two weeks didn't in. Work it didn't you know, work out. And, and that's crazy. he's now unemployed, and I don't think he ever will be employed. He was legit the best wide receiver for like two or three years. Like the he was best solid. in the league. And yeah. I had him on my fantasy but team. He was, he was amazing. A lot of people did. And a lot of people took flyers on him when he went to the Patriots too and had him on there and – a lot of people were very sad yep. in fantasy. Oh, yeah. Now, here comes probably one of the biggest, like, hey, if there was ever a curse, this is totally nullified. <laughs> yeah. This season's cover man was Patrick Mahomes. Now, he did suffer a knee injury uh, in the uh, beginning of the season. However, he bounced back to win the Super Bowl. He said, so, hell no to that curse. Okay. <laughs> Well, you just heard a lot of people's ears, so thanks, buddy. Appreciate he it. said, F the curse. I'm going to still yep. win a Super Bowl for my team, and he Yeah, it. so if we talk about injuries, he did get a knee injury. Luckily for him, it wasn't severe, and he was able to bounce back and win the Super Bowl or help his team win the Super Bowl. And he's probably, Bowl. The, best. He's probably the best QB in the league right now. 
Um, Pretty. You know, I would. I would that, probably but. say the person who's going to be donning the newest cover is up there with them as well, and that's Lamar Jackson. Yep. So they've announced that the twenty-one uh, Madden twenty-one cover man is Lamar Jackson, quarterback. Oh, sorry. By the way, Pat Mahomes, quarterback, Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Baltimore Ravens. He's going to be this year's athlete coming up. We'll see what happens. He had. A tremendous season last year, and could we see him continue to have that season next year? I predicted him to be one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy. I got him in two out of the three fantasy leagues that I was in. I just want to let you know I did win one of those leagues. The other league, (laughs) I had some poor management, and other players on my team just didn't perform, but I did win one league, and um, most of it was because of him. So damn nice, big nice, deal. Nice. So there you go. Do you guys believe there's a curse? Let us know in the so, comments. And that, that was just curse. one of that was just one. And that's just the one. Now, granted, this was really long. The next few are going to be pretty fast. So we've spent about twenty plus minutes on this one, but everything else isn't going to be so bad. But in the comments below, is this your one? Is is the Madden no. one the one that you believe? Yeah. So. Yeah, so definitely if you're watching the video, hit up the comments. Number nine, Kill Switch. Did it even exist? PC (laughs) game in 1989. It is said to believe that they made so little copies of this game that most people have never played it or don't even know it existed. And apparently when you beat the game, it deletes itself. That was the biggest rumors, but there is just like no real information on this game but apparently that's the that's the thing and we'll have some links below to certain things so in kill switch i did put some links in our notes here about it so we'll put some of that stuff on there there's actually a a wiki about it as well um really strange right yeah we i think the one that we there's one on kotaku that's an article about it and honestly wait didn't they make like kill switch is there a kill switch 2 well, there's a kill switch uh, for like the Xbox or PlayStation, I believe. Okay, okay. But I don't think it's the same type of game. It's, I mean, in regards to like, it, I don't think it follows the same background as this one did. But it was on there as number nine. Yeah, that's crazy. And I've honestly, it's oh yeah, it's like it's supposed to be like Mist. That game Mist, which is pretty good. I don't know. I have never played Kill Switch, so I don't know if I really believe in that one. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> so, so number eight. They're calling it the birthday suit codes. Now, what that means is that uh, back in the late 90s and stuff when, you know, the animation got much better and 3D pixels and everything were starting to – it was starting to go 3D from real pixels and everything of that nature and just go, like, really, like, hey, how realistic can we get? In other words, when nerds and geeks started finding, you know, anime characters hot and stuff like that. Right. Okay, (laughs) sure. Um, There were these nude codes that you could put together for games like Tomb Raider, Dead or Alive, games like that that were just – showing off women that were from a little bit more top heavy let's say and <laughs> oh that's a good way of look at you that was a good politically correct way of putting that good job and so <laughs> there's no true um truth to any of these rumors that you could actually get Lara Croft naked however people did create um i believe mods to these games that did allow that but as far as in the actual built-in game itself which uh, Tomb Raider originally was Crystal Dynamics. I, I don't know what the name of the new company is or if it's still Crystal Dynamics, but um, there is actually no nude code in the original Tomb well, is Raider. This, was this rumor supposed to be with PlayStation or PlayStation 2? I think it was with PlayStation, right? Like the original well, it was Tomb just, Raider? 
Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that that's what it okay. was breaking off. See, but, I don't yeah, know, so. man. I could have sworn because there were so many cheat codes back back in the day, right? Up, down, yeah. left, right. Up, down, left, right. L two, R two. So um, the Konami code, right? Like I, I feel like there was one for Tomb Raider, like, and I feel like I actually saw that one time with, with that, but I don't. I well, know, that's why man. I'm saying I believe that there were modifications made to the game, but, yeah, but you don't the think true it was a cheat source code, code. No, I think the true source code wasn't. Um, there wasn't a okay. built-in cheat code to make her naked. So I wonder. All right, so maybe maybe I just saw the mod code then, but I don't know, man. I just something in me is saying there's a cheat code for it. <laughs> I guess I guess they. Probably... Well, it's it's on the list and it's IGN. So for them to to poo-poo it, um, I yeah. think they do enough research where we can be confident that these haven't been fully proven. Uh, well, excuse me. Number, there is one on here. I told you that is definitely true, and you know it is. Well, we'll get to that one. Um, <laughs> number seven. Did the PlayStation 2 almost end the this world? Is, this is so stupid. It has been uh, rumored that the PlayStation 2 was so powerful at the time that Saddam Hussein, the, the, uh, the leader of Iraq at the oh, time, had purchased tons of playstation 2 so they could rip out the processors and build <laughs> wmds however the government says that they never found wmds after taking over iraq so this is a myth we can put to bed and probably was, just skip what, over because what was there's the, really what was no the 2000 what was it called when uh like 1999 2000 on new year's eve uh, everybody thought the world was gonna end y2k y2k so i think this is a product of y2k this, is, this was the year after the PS2 got released in 2001, plus we had uh, 9-11. And I think that everybody was just freaking out because Y2K happened. Technology's getting insane. Like, oh my God, technology's going to kill us all. Robots are going to end the world. And, you know, Saddam Hussein obviously is like, you know, basically trying to end the world. So everybody freaks out and let's, oh, let's play it on the PS2 because it seems like the coolest, most tech technological thing we got right now. Let's just say it can make bombs and kill people. So... Like I think this was so stupid when I heard this originally. I remember that. Back in the well, day. it's uh, about to get darker here, and um, <laughs> it's pretty creepy. Number six, did Pokemon lead to suicide? <laughs> yes, I said it. So in w some of the Pokemon games, there's a place I called. Been laughing. I feel like I should. Be it's because of how suicide. I'm doing my voice. I know it is. It's like I'm changing my voice. Pokemon had a lavender town, and apparently it was an area where it was a graveyard for Pokemon, where Poke past Pokemon were, were laid to rest. And apparently it was so depressing and sad that allegedly um, people who played the game uh, were committing suicide because they were so depressed over it. However, there is no record this ever took place, and there's no um, documentation that anyone ever killed themselves because Pokemon's Lavender Town was too depressing. However, it made the list. And okay, once so again, please note, this is IGN's <laughs> list. This is not our list. So as crazy as shit like this sounds, that's why it's called myths, people, because myths are crazy. And a video game leading to your your suicide is probably not going to happen that's in most cases. that's why they have a but... show called Mythbusters, okay? Which I right. think they never played that game, though. Well, no, I, I don't think they did, but I think Mythbusters did do some video game myths a while ago. I I'm sure they did, they but did, nothing but... to the effect of, hey, is this so depressing <laughs> no, no, you want to kill think, yourself? I don't think they did that. All right, so here's here's my theory on where that rumor came from. And I know this is this is going to be a little real for people, so let's just take a step back here for a second. Um, and I always bring this up because of that YouTube guy, uh, Paul, or what's his, Aaron Paul. 
um, yep. who made that video about the Japanese suicide forest, which is real. That is a thing. Um, I think that because Pokemon is a heavily uh, Asian-based game and the, the culture of Japan and China and a ton of people, especially in Japan, play that game. They're huge into video games. I think that's where the suicide notion came from. Uh, if anybody knows this random fact, uh, Japan's suicide rate is the highest in the world. So that is, I don't know, that's just me personally where I think that came from. They have suicide forests in Japan. Japan has the highest suicide rate in the world. Everybody in Japan plays Pokemon and loves Pokemon and loves video games and Nintendo. Suicide. So it's a little, it's a little dark, yeah, but I clearly, I don't I don't think it's a thing. Uh, I think people are just well, finding, it's yet again, now. another way. I know, right? I think people are just trying to find another way to blame. Well, let me tell that. you something. I'm not bringing this podcast up, Benny, by going to number five. Did the CIA? <laughs> Jesus, come on, man! <laughs> did the CIA create a mind control game? Back when arcade games were the thing, um, they came out with this game called uh, Plobius. It's a puzzle shooter which had a lot of flashing lights and a lot of quick cuts that allegedly led to a lot of people having some mental issues uh, due to the game. Um, now, granted, this was back in the 80s, so it could just be, hey, they didn't know about the seizure, seizures from you know the bright lights and stuff as well as they do now. But um, there is a belief that this game was created by the CIA to build some type of mind control where they were sending subliminal messages uh, to people through the lights and stuff. So that is myth number five. So I actually didn't. There you go. I even heard of that one. Me neither. Okay, so so I don't know what's but that. let's go to myth number four, which is a, a lot of fun and is one of the oh, games I love that we've this one. I love one of the games we've streamed. Well, yes. one of the series I should say we've streamed. We haven't actually streamed this game, but that we do stream on our Twitch channel from time to time. Diablo Secret oh. Warrior Cows. <laughs> well, back in the original Diablo, there was this whole rumor that there was a level where there were all these warrior cows that you would have to fight off. Well, no, no one has ever found that level to this date. However, in Diablo 2, Blizzard was so happy that this rumor was around, they decided to make a cow level in Diablo 2. So Diablo 2 does have a cow level. However, the original does not, which is where the myth stemmed from. And to all of you game developers out here, this is are out there. This is the mark of a awesome game developer. Um, I think Blizzard's kind of been on the downslope lately, but I think back in the day, back in their heyday, when Diablo 2 was huge and StarCraft and all that good stuff, I mean, when you listen to your followers like that and you listen to the community, I mean, that's all, like doing something like that is crazy cool for the video game community as a whole. Everybody appreciates it. And to this day, uh, Diablo 3 even has a cow level you have to get specific items or whatnot but and it's fun it's so fun because it's just so crazy you're in this evil demonic game and then you get these items put together and now you're in a level full of like rainbows and cows and stuff that you you slaughter so so it's just it's it's interesting so there's some levity to these next couple of ones so uh, we've gone past the dark shit and now yeah. we're going into some things that are okay. a little more so a little better does sasquatch AKA Bigfoot exist in Wait, San Andreas. Is it Sasquatch or Sasquatch? I don't know. 
it's I guess Sasquatch. I guess it's Sasquatch. I, I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm not Sasquatch. good at. I don't pronounce games very, uh, things very well. So yeah, you can't read. Uh, you'll, it right, you'll remember? Exactly, I can't get anything right. I can't read it right. Um, so there have been tons of people who have said that they have seen giant dark figures in the background while playing San Andreas, but whenever they get close, try to get close to it, it's gone. So is this Bigfoot? Is this people too many? Too many people hopped up on Mountain Dew? That's pro- I'm gonna go with the latter. I'm gonna go with the latter there. Maybe they're maybe they feel like they're spider monkeys and they're just hopped up on Mountain Dew. Who knows? But it is been confirmed that Rockstar, the the maker of the game, said that Bigfoot does not exist in San Andreas. However, there was a Sasquatch or a Sasquatch or whatever the fuck you want to call them, Bigfoot uh, mission, I guess, in uh, GTA Five or something. So yes. they do once again when you ask about people listening to what their communities yeah. has going on they did Rockstar do something did. like that so rockstar, rockstar did it as well amazing developer so good on them so uh, that is number three everybody number two the secret boss of street fighter 2 championship edition <laughs> so apparently there was a um a translation issue uh, when they were talking about one of Ryu's attacks, I guess, and uh, one of the things it says is that you must defeat uh, Sheng Long to stand a chance. And so everyone's like, who? This must mean that Sheng Long is a, uh, a secret fighter or everything, anything. So this started a rumor that Sheng Long existed. And then April of 92, EGM. Let me ask you a question. Do you know what EGM stands for? That's a magazine, right? It was a magazine, yeah. yes. Yeah, is you know that, is that the is, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly? Yego! And you got a winner. And, and didn't those have CDs in them back in the day? Sometimes. Discs? <laughs> I know <laughs> that PC Gamer I, did. I think EGM did too, yeah. One of my favorite things when I was younger, when I was like legit 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, was going into a CVS, browsing the magazine racks, and finding the video game magazines that had demo discs in them so I could go home and play it with my friends. There you go. It was, dude, you want to talk about nostalgia? Holy shit. <laughs> So in 92, they had their April Fool's edition where they did actually give a way to access uh, Shang Long. And it was like super ridiculous. Like you, you couldn't punch M Bison. You had to beat him with the time running out, uh, stuff like that. But obviously it was all fake. It was an April Fool's joke. Um, Shang Long has been put into the um, mythos of Street Fighter as Ryu's um, basically master, but that's about it. So uh, he was not in Street Fighter Two Championship Edition. Yep, unfortunately. So again, if the developers are listening out there, put Shang Long in. Do it. So now and he, I don't know. Maybe he's in one of the newer ones. I don't know. He I haven't be. played Street Fighter yeah, in forever. So um, the number one, if I had the button that did the whole <laughs> and going off on on the number one. And having all like those stupid drops that people have of uh, like the oh, number we're, one. We're, we're gonna drops. well, we're gonna do stupid drops too because <laughs> I'm making them with my voice right now. Uh, <laughs> the number one myth is: Did you ever blow into a Nintendo cartridge and think that it would work? All right, listen, dude, listen, listen. There is literally nothing on this planet, scientific, philosophical, or otherwise, that will convince me. That blowing into a freaking Nintendo or Super Nintendo or N64 cartridge does not help. It helps. Get those dust particles out. Get those dust (laughs) particles out. Dude, it just... I Dude, I'm sorry. Every time you do it, it works. 
It works. Yeah. Even now, I have an old school. Okay, window but the question is, if you didn't do it, would it work? Well, we're not. We don't care about that. We care that when I blow it, it works. So but because the point that, is, though. is that you're you're basically it's a placebo effect right now of you saying okay, so the, what the, what the whole thing is is that the contacts can wear pretty easily, so it's not simple for the game to always run, and so you have to put it in a couple times, make sure that it seats right, yeah, which is yeah, the yeah. biggest issue. It's really um, just putting it in over and over again. But now prove to me. That blowing on it does not help. Well, see, that's the thing, and that's why you would say to yourself, <laughs> you would have to do a control and do, like, you'd have to have a number, say, 10 times you put a cartridge in. Yep. How many times does that cartridge play 10 times not being blown in? And then yeah, how see, many times is it not you being can't blown control, in? You can't control blowing into it and also putting because you have to take it out and put it back in in order to blow on it. So you're doing both. So the, the, no, but what you're no, no, no. Out. What you're trying to do is you put this the game in. Like, okay, let's talk about Nintendo for example. You put the game in, you push it down, you press the power button. Does the game play? If it does, one for play. On power off, power off. Take it out, put it back in. Does it play again? And then, out of those ten times, how many times did it successfully play? Then take the same game, blow into it. And we're actually, in. we're actually devising a scientific experiment to try to prove whether or not this thing. This, and trust this me, this is off the cuff, so there's probably a better way to do this, everybody. Well, and if I you have an idea or you know of somebody who has done this and there is a test out there um, that people have proven, do it. Because there's also uh, like alcohol contact, like cleaning the, the actual cartridge with a, um, like some rubbing alcohol and a Q-tip. There's been things like that people have done. Anyways, there you go. Those are the top 10 myths. We obviously know which myth that Mr. Um, SJW <laughs> thinks not is not. It's not a myth. It's, it's true. Myth. It, well, it's, it's one true. of those things you can't prove me wrong. So <laughs> sit in front of the – You can. I'll put you in front of the de – behind the desk and on the big, big uh, you know, cardboard piece there, it's going to say – Blowing into a Nintendo cartridge does, in fact, fix the cartridge. Prove me wrong. And <laughs> yeah, you can't up. prove either way because it kind of is a crapshoot. Um, <laughs> you know, right. as for me, I would probably kind of go uh, – I, I would still buy into the Madden curse, man. It might not be perfect, but there's so much overwhelming things happening to the people who have been on it. And only a few have really kind of dodged the curse in, in respect to it. So – um, I'm going to have to go with, I'm buying into number 10 and you're, you're actually not really buying into blowing into, yeah. And you're, you're no. buying into that note, blowing into an Nintendo cartridge actually did something. So yeah, those are our two. Hey, this is what we believe all the other ones. Well, you know, whatever. Four, I will say the Diablo one on a technicality is technically true now, but if you're going just on the original Diablo, which is what it was level, about. Yeah, then that's yeah, then it's not it's great. Sort of it's the thing. same idea of saying, "Hey, I can see Lara Croft naked in a game now too," because there's a mod for it. You know yeah, those yeah, types yeah, of things. Yeah. So it's it's about that. So there are the top ten guys. This was from IGN. We just like to talk about it because it was interesting. What do you guys think? Put it in the comments. Send us a message if you want as well, and we can talk about this more if people come up with some oh, yeah. interesting things. Or if you know of other myths that you heard of that you want us to bring up on the podcast, please let us know. We'll be more than happy to talk about them.
Oh yeah, dude. We we could talk all day, every day about damn near any topic involving video games, sports, anything. So, Agreed. <laughs> we got. So you. now we come to the special segment, Roughhouse Deals. Roughhouse Deals. And so within Roughhouse Deals this week, what did I find for you, my friends? Well, this one is going to be good until May fifth, which is the uh, Tuesday. So you'll have a day to download these games if you listen to us first thing Monday morning. Uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whichever way you want to pronounce them, has released three games for download for the PC. Only caveat is you have to be logged in to their Uplay account, your Uplay account, which is free to do. So it's not like you're spending any money. Um, and it's good to have a Uplay account because if you do play Ubisoft games, you earn points. And within those points, you can buy things for like cosmetics and stuff um big thing that i used to do was division i would get a lot of stuff from division by using those points and i'd get a lot of points because i played division um with my uplay account now you connect account own platform it's ridiculous like i have like there's one for epic there's one for ubisoft there's one for league of legends there's one i have like seven different platforms i have to steam that i have to load up just to play video games nuts so what I'm gonna, what we're gonna do is put this in the notes, but uh, we're gonna link you to the fact that you can get three free PC games until May fifth: Assassin's Creed Two, Rayman Legends, and Child of Light. These three games are free until Tuesday, and um, we would recommend it so that you can kind of spread your wings and play those games if you haven't already, because it's a it's a big deal to play these games um, if you haven't, because they're they're pretty damn good. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2 has good. been around for a little while. I played it, beat it. Very good game. Um, now, actually, before before I get into all the new games that are coming out, I have one thing to add. Yeah, to I was gonna I was gonna say that you also found a deal. Yeah, uh, Soul Calibur. So Soul Cal Soul Calibur Six, no less. This is actually a pretty insane deal. If you go to the Steam store, Soul Calibur Six recently came out. And it's fifty nine ninety nine. Well, not this week. No, no, no. It will be what is it? Twelve ninety nine. I think uh, if I looked it up. Uh, well, I think this it's, is your it's, deal. So I know it's seventy five. To... It's seventy five percent off, and it's only yeah, I know, right? It's seventy five percent off, and it's also seventy five percent off of the deluxe edition. If you guys do get the deluxe edition, so this is um, downloadable on Steam. Um, I would pick this up. Like I plan on buying this. I plan on getting this. Uh, Soul Calibur Six is a high profile A list game. Definitely pick this up for the low, low price of. Did you look it up? Fourteen ninety nine. All right, he's got me. He's got me. <laughs> Fourteen ninety nine. So seven, whatever seventy five percent of sixty dollars yeah. is. And this was released back in October of twenty eighteen. So it is a two year old game, um, but the retail price is still sixty dollars. So it is a great discount, and it ends May sixth. So you have a couple of days from the podcast release. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Let's get into all of the new game releases. Uh, so, this week we have a shorter list than uh, than other weeks. but And actually, one getting delayed until uh, pretty late because of this whole COVID thing. So, uh, first up, we have John Wick Hex. So, John Wick Hex, uh, obviously based on the movie, it's 20 bucks. Uh, this is actually coming out for PS4 on May 5th, uh, pending... You know, I try to do my best to look up to see if anything's gotten delayed. It doesn't look like this got delayed. 
Um, and it looks like it's oh, so, sorry. This was actually already released in October 8th of 2019, but they're releasing more DLC for it. Uh, John Wick Hex is a fast-paced, action-oriented strategy game that makes you think and strike like John Wick, the professional hitman of the critically acclaimed film franchise, created in close cooperation with the creative teams behind the films. Uh, so it's pretty accurate to the movie. Definitely, it looks like a much interesting or much more interesting game. It's got like those weird, uh, cartoony type cell shaded graphics. Cell shaded. There you go. You know what? You know what the first cell shaded game I played was? It was uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai. I think it was like, one of the first ever uh cell shaded game so but yep uh then we got someday you'll return so someday you'll return is slated to come out again on may 5th uh 2020 so that will be tomorrow when you're listening to this uh pending no delays but this does look like it, it didn't get delayed someday you'll return is a story driven psychological horror game about a desperate search for a missing daughter deep in the woods where you swore you'd never return. Brought to you by the creative duo behind Julia Among the Stars. So uh, another interesting horror type uh, looking game. And then we have, so Trackmania. So I haven't heard anything about Trackmania, but from what it looks like, you know, looking it up online, they have, uh, I don't know, pretty big following, pretty popular game. Unfortunately, this is getting delayed for release on the PC. It's supposed to be coming out May 5th. It is now delayed until July 1st, uh, so says their their website. So um, Trackmania, if you don't know what it is, it says it is the most popular online PC racing game. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> it fuels seven different racing environments, hundreds of thousands of tracks, and millions of players to compete with. Uh, you can download the car you're dreaming of, paint it, drive it through insane tracks made of Loopings, ramps, and off-roads. It's all about you, your driving skills, and the track in front of you. So it sounds like you can build your own tracks, too, uh, from the sounds of that description. So, uh, War Tile. So now, I couldn't remember. I think you and I, Rough House, we talked about War Tile before. I don't know if it was other DLC because it's been out for a little while now. It came out in 2018 in February. Um, but War Tile is a cooldown-based strategy game in which you control a warband of Viking figurines in a miniature universe inspired by North mythology, unravel its secrets, and reign the powers of gods. It's basically you're playing miniatures in a video game. You move the pieces on the board like you would in real life, uh, and they move and attack stuff. So some DLC is coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One called Hell's Nightmare, uh, and that releases also on the 5th. We have Arborea for PC. Uh, that is coming out on, this says May 7th, although Steam says 2020. So this may very well be a game that got delayed. Uh, it says, begin your journey in this dark fantasy roguelite. As a warrior, a Yotun, descend into the ever-changing Durnar and uncover the mysteries of your tribe. Use a variety of symbiotic weapons to fight enemies and mutate to become even stronger. Uh, so th actually, you know what this kind of, this uh, reminds me of, what was that game that I was streaming for a while? Uh, Mad or no, it's three letters. Rad, 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 Rad. rad. Uh, this reminds me of Rad, except it's got far better graphics than Rad. Uh, so if you guys are interested in games like that, definitely check it out. Uh, that is, again, coming out for PC on May 7th. Fledgling Heroes. For the Swift, I am now, or sorry, for the Swift, Jesus, for what? the Switch. And I, and you thought you couldn't read or write. Yeah, right? <laughs> for the Switch, I don't know what Well, the I Swift is going to be the updated version of the Switch that Nintendo's yeah. going to release. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's year, faster. Right? It's faster. <laughs> right? Um, 
Take off and take on the world. Leap from the nest into a fun-filled adventure. Meet cute, feathered friends, each with their own wondrous story to tell us. Uh, as they dodge dastardly pirate lizards, <laughs> dash through frozen forests, dive under sunken temples, and flap their way from fledglings to a fully-fledged hero. God, that's a tongue twister. Um, so this looks pretty cool. Uh, definitely not a game that I would get for the Switch. It looks more like a kids-type game. But that, again, will be coming out for the Switch on May 7th. And Lonely Mountains Downhill. Uh, so this is a, another Switch thing that's coming out. So this came out October 23rd, 2019 for Steam. Uh, this is going to come out for the Switch on May 7th. Uh, just you and your bike. Take it on a thrilling ride down an unspoiled mountain landscape. Make your way through the thick forest, narrow trails, and wild rivers, race, jump, slide, and try not to crash all the way from the peak to the valley. This literally looks like a really upgraded version of that same mountain bike game that you've been downloading on your phone since the beginning of time, where you have to, like, you know, control the bike and flip over stuff. It's, like, really simple. Just you tap your smartphone screen. Like, Excite Bike, I think, is. No, uh, oh, no, Excite Bike's that really old NES game, right? That's correct. Uh, yes. Never mind. So I, I can't think of the name of the one on your phone, but. Uh, kind of looks similar to that. Got very positive reviews, so check it out if you want. And last but not least, Wavy the Rocket for PC on May 7th. Play as Wavy the Rocket as he tries to stop the moon from being destroyed by an evil corporation that removes fizz from soda. Wow. What would what would we do without fizz? You know, <laughs> it wouldn't even be soda. We'd drink water, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, well, be fl- it would, that's what it would be, right? Flavored water. Why can't they just remove, like, the carbs and the calories and everything bad about soda instead? Right, but instead they, they remove the carbonation. Yeah, right? A precision side-scroller like no other. Uh, it's handcrafted and set to some seriously funky hip-hop. So. Well, well, that's why we have to be behind me because he's trying to save the world from no fizz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All I think of is a little bit. Um, and that is all for the games being released this week and for the podcast. Wow. Well, <laughs> that was enlightening, wasn't it, guys? So we do want to thank everyone once again for listening to us uh, in the comments. Please let us know about your myths that you found for the gaming and what you thought about the myths that we went over by IGN. We will be back next week with some more information about things as they come about. Or maybe we'll do some more fun stuff. I know we're still working on trying to do a live one at some point in time. And uh, we're still trying to work that out. But we really want to do that because I think it will be fun. So I want to thank everyone again for listening. Let us know what you thought in the comments below. Five-star ratings, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And we will see you 